thank you for joining us here on the Neutral Zone. I am Phil Milani, joined as always by my partner in crime, my esteemed colleague. Really, the best way to describe this person is my everything. It's that Eric Dalala. Phil, what's going on? What is happening? Phil, on Thursday, we feasted. Yeah. Some turkey. Yeah. Some ham. Yeah. Some mashed potatoes. Yeah. Pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie. Pecan pie. Not Uh, you. Not me. And then on Sunday, yeah, the, the leftovers feasted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they Man, did. They ate. Yeah, they dominated. Yeah, you know, they just took it to the Browns a little bit. Twenty-nine to twelve. Ooh, who would have thought? Scorigami. Yeah, who would have thought? Twenty-nine points on the number one defense in the NFL, bro. They ran the ball. Yeah, one hundred and sixty-nine yards rushing. Season high. That's a lot. That's a lot. They've been hovering around that forty-yard. R- or 40 rushing attempt uh, mark a lot this season. That's how they like to do it. 40, 40 rushes means a dub. It means win. That means a win uh, in my book. So. How many? Is this one in a row? No. Uh, two? two? No. no. Three. It's got to be. Th- uh-uh. No, it I couldn't think it's be more than four, could it? Uh, yeah. Is it five? five it's five. Oh, yeah, I think it's five. Five in a row. No, I think it's five. Woo. Five in a row. You know what's better than five? Six. Six. So we'll have to see how we'll they keep how that this, goes. have to keep this thing going, but uh, yeah, uh, just a dominating win, uh, Eric. Uh, all week long, we talked about Miles Garrett. How is he gonna? What's he gonna do? Thirteen sacks in the uh, on the season. Uh, Sean Payton said that the Broncos coaching staff dedicated one night of prep just for Mister Garrett. Yeah, and uh, it worked. Game day, he only had one QB pressure, Eric, and that was it. But two tackles. Uh, uh, to be fair here, he did not look like he was 100% healthy. Something happened. Something. We don't Something know what happened. happened. Something happened. There were a couple of times where uh, the Broncos uh, did one of those nice reads where uh, Russ Zone kept read. it, and uh, Miles didn't look like himself. Like uh, maybe he tweaked something, mm. ch- trying to change direction or something like that. He did not uh, appear to be his normal self, but the Broncos – really had a nice game plan to keep that Browns attack at bay. Yeah. You know, they, a lot of inside rushes, uh, and Some then traps, and then they did that, uh, those reads with Russ. And then it was like, see you later. It was great. There was one play Phil on the Troutman touchdown. Oh, on the Troutman, which Troutman that play, at, or it, was it one play on the Troutman touchdown? It w- there was one play comma, the Troutman touchdown. Oh, oh got it. Comma. Got it. Oh, thank you. Continuing. Okay. Yeah. Where uh, Miles Garrett started out on the left. Garrett Bowles is blocking him, blocks him all the way behind Russ, keeps blocking him. Miles Garrett ends up like on the right side of the line. It was like a block party? I mean, he like did a little like a semicircle. He ended up essentially where Russ threw the ball eventually, but still got nowhere near Russ. Mm. And it was just, it was like, did you just enjoy running all over the field? Yeah, got a little workout in. And then boom, touchdown. Yeah. Adam Troutman said, Cortland, I, I. been watching what you've been doing. Maybe I'll, I'll do, do that. that. That was a very close yeah. touchdown. And then Russ I, just like said. To, we like the close ones. <laughs> I think postgame Russ said something like, I just had to believe that was a touchdown. When I threw it, I just believed. And yeah, he knew. Yeah, he knew. I don't know how he knew, but he knew. It was one of those moments where as soon as they showed it on the video board. You just believed The, the crowd very quickly was like, that's a tub. That's a tub. Yeah. yeah. Sean said it was like the people's court. <laughs> where everybody knew what was going to happen. Yeah, they knew it. 
uh, on the broadcast, they were joking that, hey, it was a good thing that Troutman didn't go for seconds on Thanksgiving. Otherwise, it would have been out. Otherwise, his knee would have been bigger. Well, they were they were kind of just joking. Or maybe like he took it easy on leg day. Oh, they see, were, that makes they were sense. making some jokes. That makes sense. Look, they were making some jokes. The Thanksgiving. That's I don't how think, close it was. I don't think when you eat on Thanksgiving, it goes right to your kneecap. Well, you can't target where it goes. You know how you can't just, you can't target fat loss? Yeah. You can't target the fat you think it goes to your, You're like, oh, I got a big knee, I got big, kneecap. Big knee problem going on. Yeah, all that, <laughs> all that, that weight went cream. right to your knees. That's, <laughs> that's kind of <laughs> what they say. They say that a lot. Yeah. So it could, yeah. that could happen. You just don't know where it's going to go. That's true. You yeah. So uh, people say it's it was a nice touchdown. Yeah. Maybe, maybe for him, it's the knees. <laughs> yeah. For him, it's the knees. So, yeah. He talked about, Sean Payton talked about uh, Adam Troutman. You know, he was like, hey, he, we're not talking about Kellen Winslow here, which was kind of a nice shot. But then he also just said, look, we like his, his traits. Uh, he said that with Dulcich and Manhurts, they have sort of a defined roles there. You bring in Troutman, and he's able to make plays like this. Yeah, he, he uh, has had a couple of big games in a row here after being quiet for most of the season. And I think Adam Troutman is a good, you know, bringing it back to a, a more macro level, I think he's a good representation of this game, Phil. You don't look at the stat sheet and see that any one guy dominated, right? It's not That's like... That's true. Well, P. Ryan dominated, but... Uh, well, but he had 50 yards. Yeah, but he... <laughs> He took it to those are, yeah. And so you don't look at a guy and say, "Oh, he had 100 rushing yards. He had 100 receiving yards." That's true. Nobody went crazy. So Cortland would have been close if that Cortland went close. The OPI, yep. Which, as Sean said, after that's the a game, catch. He's going to count as he's going to count as a catch. Um, but then <laughs> afterward, he was like, "Those refs, they got a hard job. I, I like that crew." I yeah. was like, "Well, oh, you got to be. Good. What if you see him later? You don't want to make true. him grumpy." That is true. Um, but nobody, you know, Russ didn't throw three touchdowns though. I thought. With his legs, he was efficient and made good decisions. He was. Um, he had the one fumble, but right. But we good, don't talk good about play that. by uh, JOK. As nice punch. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you know, he buff, played as buff. That was, guy is good. Yeah. He was about the only guy on the Browns defense that over and over you're like, man, this guy is something it. else. Yeah. <laughs> I think he led the team in tackles and he was just everywhere. He was everywhere. Um, He's a good thing. Player. I think that I don't even really have to check. You don't have you to know. know. You don't have to know for sure. Because you just, you, in fact, but do fact, think that. Fact he, he did. <laughs> 12 tackles, a sack, two tackles for loss, quarterback hit, and a forced fumble. Yeah, that's was, a game. That's He was played really well. Um, he a problem. Yeah, but not not that much of a not problem. Not that much of a problem, though. But what I think stood out to me is that it, it, there weren't any individual efforts that were just spectacular and that, that stood out. Um, Garrett Bowles obviously contained Miles Garrett and P.J. Yeah. Locke played well, but it was just kind of a complete team effort where everybody played at a, at a pretty high level and all three phases, all three phases. And Phil got a little dicey there, maybe in the third quarter, cut it to 14, 12, get lucky. Amari Cooper drops a wide open pass in the end zone. But, but after that, and really for, for with the exception of that one series, the Broncos just kind of pushed them around. I mean, this yeah. was a game where we, everyone talked about how great the Browns were, how physical this was going to be. And the Broncos, had their way with them. Yeah. And I, Sean Payne mentioned this after the game, but just the fact that the Broncos jumped out to that early lead, that really uh, dictated how the game was going to be played. And, uh, you know, that was a priority for the Broncos heading into this one. Uh, going up 14 nothing, put a lot of pressure on the Browns. And even though it got down to a two-point game, it never really felt like, oh, God, they're, they're in jeopardy here. It just sort of felt like, 
oh, the score is sort of close right now or almost tied. But it, to me, it never felt like, oh, I'm I'm kind of worried about this. Just because the Broncos, it just didn't feel like you're all the things that we talked about going in, like, oh, the Browns dominate time of possession. That wasn't really the a case. Uh, you know, they get all these sacks. They force all these three and outs. Like, that just wasn't happening. You know, the Broncos were able to have a couple of long drives. The The first two touchdown drives, I think they were like nine and 12 play drives. So uh, they were able to have a lot of success uh, moving the, the ball consistently down the field. And uh, I do think that they set a tone particularly early, too, with uh, just the way Pirine was running. Man, I mean, that was a... Uh, some physical ball there. And then uh, even Javante got out uh, loose a couple of times. So uh, just a, yeah, a, a full team effort. But I think that you're starting to see a formula here for success with the Broncos. You know, they, they like to run the ball here and this is sort of what we thought was going to be the case this off season when they go out and add Ben powers, Mike McGlinchey. Uh, you just sort of felt like this offensive line is going to be the strength of this team, you know, and then they bring in some IJP Ryan. They found Julio McLaughlin. So now they sort of have this uh, three headed monster. there are running back where if it's going to be a real physical game, like I remember the, the bills game, Certainly yesterday against the Browns, it's going to feature more Javante and Samaje. If it's a more of a speed game, you're going to see more Jaleel out there. And this is sort of the engine that's going to power this Broncos offense. And then on defense, they just keep taking the ball away. Yeah. I mean, they're flying around. Uh, they had a lot of physical hits. Uh, it really set the tone on defense, and uh, they did it all over the place. I mean, Purcell was jumping on balls. Uh, Baron Browning was flying around. And you mentioned P.J. Locke there. I thought he was huge because we were like, hey, if he doesn't play, what are the Broncos going to do? He's able to to go there, and he's not just out there. Nick Ferguson mentioned this on the Broncos postgame show. Love it. But he said, like, look, when PJ's out there, it's not like he's just trying to fill a role and, and just sort of not get noticed. No, he's out there making plays, you know, and uh, he, he is a strength of the defense. He's not just another guy. Yeah, no, on the on the Browns' first possession of the game, he's got a tackle for no game and then forces an incompletion to force a three and out and really set the tone from a physicality standpoint. And um, a lot there, Phil, that you talked about, I think in terms of the, the rushing attack and, and kind of how it impacted this game, I would say when it got to be 14-12 and that, that drive was extended by a P.J. Locke penalty. It, it felt like, hey, you'd buckle down in the red zone again. You'd gotten a stop. It was a big play. Um, and, and then the flag comes out, you know, maybe more deserved than the Baron Browning hit. But um, I think still really a, questionable. Still a, a tough, questionable. Yeah, a tough call to get in that situation. But at that point, the Browns have now scored on three consecutive possessions. They've gotten in the red zone every time. Broncos have gone three and out to start the third quarter. And you're, you're hoping – Hey, the Browns haven't found something on the ground. Um, you know, DTR was much better on that drive in terms of his accuracy. Yeah. And then I thought the response by the Broncos up 14-12 to go out there, nine plays, 70 yards, took five minutes off the clock. They didn't score a touchdown, but you've got some rushes there where Javante for 15 yards, Samaje for seven, Samaje for 24 yards, where he just keeps rolling down, yeah. get inside the 10-yard line and push it back to now the Browns need a touchdown in order to to take the lead. That was a big moment, yeah. obviously. And I think it showed, again, we, we've talked about this a lot. There have been times in the past where I think this Broncos team, 
and even earlier this season, they would face a moment like that and they would kind of crumble. And again and again, this team does not crumble when it yeah. faces those moments. And it doesn't mean they're going to win every single game the rest of the year, or that there's never going to be that moment where they don't um, momentarily slip up. But I think there's a toughness there now uh, that they are just, there's a, a confidence and a belief. And Nothing phases them. Yeah. And it's impressive. And I, I do think having that, you talk about that physical mindset, the approach of being able to run over people, that physicality, in a way, it's kind of like how the Titans have been or, or were the last few years. But I, I think the key difference there is Russell Wilson and having Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, Marvin Mims. I think you've got a, a big play ability there that maybe like a Titans team didn't have. And so... And, and also, I would say like uh, for them, it was like, don't screw this up. Like yeah. there's sort of that feel with the Titans. Whereas with Russ, you feel like y- you can just rely on him too. Right. Like it didn't feel at times like a team like the Titans or somebody built in that mo- in that mold was going to had the capability to blow you out. Yeah, exactly. Right? They were just going to play a lot of close games. It feels like this Broncos team, which got better on offense in the red zone, I think still has an ability. I mean, that was against one of the best defenses yeah. in the last 20, 30 years statistically, and they put up 29. I think if you play like that, this team, even with the, the kind of the run, grind it out, physical mentality, they can still put up points. And, and yeah. I think put some distance between themselves and and lesser opponents. Cause I think I texted you last night, Phil, when you let yourself be in those one score games, sometimes fluky things happen. You're not going to always win them. When you put teams away like this, that's a way to keep a winning streak going. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. And, uh, you know, it just feels like, uh, maybe today you wake up and you're like, Oh, maybe that Browns team wasn't as good as, as you thought or whatever. No, that's a good Browns team. Yeah. You know, the, the Broncos are just rolling right now and, and it feels like the way or this formula that we're talking about, that's something that is sustainable and it's how a lot of teams where win football games in the playoffs in December, uh, of course this week it's a dome, but this is a kind of a way to win in bad weather situations. So uh, I think the Broncos have really found uh, some success here. And I think you also have to sort of credit uh, Sean Payton here because winning and playing this type of football is maybe not necessarily what you think of first when you think of Sean Payton, but, uh, but he's been able to adapt to his personnel and, and figure out, okay, this is what's going to give uh, the Broncos the best chance to win games. And uh, they just continue to stick with it. And, you know, uh you know, in today's NFL, you're like, gosh, running the ball 39 times. It's like, hey, if if it's working, you keep doing it. And uh, that's where the strength of this team is. You know, uh, Javante and Samajay, those guys are bruisers and they've got a lot of skill there. The talent is up front on the offensive line. And then when the defense has to adjust, Russ will make you pay with Corlin Sutton. Yeah. Uh, uh, even Corlin had that one drop in the end zone. I was like, what? Yeah, that I was, was like, "What is this?" That was right before the Troutman, or was that on a different possession? I think that was before the Troutman. Yeah, the next play, and then the next play, I think was the Troutman. So it didn't end up uh, hurting them. I don't think. Yeah, that's the. I mean, you're right. It's it's Sean. I mean, they brought some guys in here: Mike McGlinchey, Samaje P. Ryan. Um, you know, they brought back Alex Singleton. Ben Powers. I mean, a lot of guys that they brought in have played well in that. So that's a credit to Sean and George Payton in terms of the evaluation process. But then a lot of this roster is still similar. And I think both from an offensive standpoint and a a toughness, a grit, a resilience standpoint, you cannot possibly, 
there's it's Sean. There's no yeah. other explanation, right? And so it shows you that coaching matters. Um, it, it shows you that teams that don't make big mistakes, that don't they don't uh, beat themselves. You texted yeah. me that too. You're like, this team's not beating themselves. This team's not beating themselves. The Cleveland Browns beat themselves in some. Yeah. I mean, the Broncos were physical, but, but, but the ball on the ground a lot. The Browns didn't give themselves a chance in terms of hey, it's it's what was it third and one, fourth and one. They get I think it was fourth down. Bad right? snap. They, they get under center with a tight end. Fumble the teams fumble gotta the snap. stop doing this. Yeah, I mean it's not working. It doesn't work. It's, that's two think. fumbles now for for the Broncos recovering on on those sorts of plays. Yeah. Then you've got kind of a crazy reverse play. DJ Jones, that's the easiest fumble recovery he'll ever have in he his life. He should have scored. He said it afterwards. He was <laughs> yeah. thinking about scoring. Yeah. I think he's that a, was his first fumble he's recovery a big ever. Big dude. In his life. true? Yeah, I think so. So you just saw the You probably got to be excited. You know, saw like I'm going to get the ball here. He's athletic, man. Yeah. He can move for, for all that weight. He that can play move. in Buffalo. He like yeah, he's he gets out, out to the edge, tackle in space. He looks like Justin Simmons out there. Yeah. So, yeah, went right to his knees. <laughs> yeah, that's where the turkey. <laughs> it's just taken down. Um, that was a big play too, obviously, right? Because it's a five-point game at that point. Yeah. The Baron Browning penalty that, to me at least, looked clean, just physical. That looked clean. His head was up. I and, think it's a big thing. He hit him with the shoulder. Yeah, didn't make contact with uh, DTR's he didn't spear head. him or anything. Yeah. Um, you know, he just let go of the ball. That and did not appear to be uh, against the rules of the game. No, and obviously it took the ref a long time to pull the flag out. Kind of yes. appeared to be determining if DTR was hurt before throwing the flag. Yeah. Um, who knows if that's that was actually what was a, happening. Yeah. But but again, that's a moment where this team could have crumbled and you could have let them go down yeah. the field. Um, certainly, P.J. Walker struggled coming in there, and Vance Joseph that's sent a lot of pressure yeah. after him. But to get that fumble recovery and then score a touchdown to make it a – what that made it a 12-point game, it was over at that point. Yeah. You know, it was – Still technically within reach, but it felt over with 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter. Um, but th- this defense, Phil, it just keeps finding a way to no. get those plays. And I, I think people keep asking, hey, is this sustainable? Part of it, I, I think that's fair to ask. But again, we talked about this. That's a rookie quarterback, and he put the ball in harm's way a lot. Yeah. Like any, and on the Baron Browning, you know, he didn't protect himself there. Yeah. I mean, that was just a... Uh, uh, that was a nice play by Browning to step up and, and make the play there. But uh, he also, the quarterback did put himself in harm's way there. So, but I will say these young guys on the outside continue to deliver too. I mean, Benito had a sack. Uh, Jonathan Cooper was in, in on a lot of plays on uh, the third down stop uh, before the Browns uh, eventually ended up scoring on fourth down. That was a heck of a play where it was a run and it was going toward the outside and he just continued with it and, and took him down before the goal line. I mean, that was a nice play. So, uh, and uh, Browning was uh, another force out there. So I, I do think that uh, those young guys deserve a lot of credit as well. Yeah, and they, they played hard. You know, they, they weren't taking snaps off. P.J. Locke, you mentioned him, but kind of like that hit on Amari Cooper at the end, it was just a, a reminder that this team's going to play physical and they're going to hit yeah. you. Yeah. And um, there was nothing dirty about it. It was a clean hit, but yeah. but a reminder that – Hey, we're playing football here. It's still a physical yeah. game. And um, I do think the turnovers can keep happening. Some of them are fluky, right? Like the fumbles, I think, to some degree are a little fluky. But the interceptions, I think, can keep coming. And, again, you put teams in in positions where they're behind or they've got to make a play or it's a young quarterback. The Broncos face another one this week, even though um, one of the best rookies, best seasons a rookie's had in yeah. a long time in C.J. Stroud. but. I think you he like, hasn't seen everything though. Yeah, I think you like the your chances of keeping some of this success going. They're getting off the field in other ways, forcing three and outs, forcing punts. Um, 
they're playing at a at a high level right now and and yeah uh, I this, asked, this team's rolling. The other thing is, like, uh, if you go back and look at this streak, they've beaten really good football teams yeah. here. You know, like the Chiefs, the Bills, uh, the Vikings, the Browns. I mean, these are some very good teams. And even the Packers, I mean, if you watched on Thanksgiving, like, that's a pretty good team, too. Are, are capable of being a good team. Yeah, so They've won, what, three or four, I think? They've been, Yeah, they've been playing the well. Chargers. Yeah. Beat the Lions. Yeah. Um, and it's funny, Phil. The Broncos beat the Chiefs, and the storyline is, oh, Mahomes is sick. And then yeah. the Broncos beat the Bills, and the story is, oh, the Bills aren't very good. Well, the Bills yeah. just went out Almost and smacked mean, the Jets, and then the were right there against the Eagles in Philadelphia. Probably should have beaten the Eagles, I would say. Yeah. Probably should have. I mean, that, that looked like a pretty good Buffalo to, team to me yesterday. Yeah. No, I mean, they got a lot of talent, too, so. And, uh you know the Vikings will have to. They're on a bye this week, but yeah. But I would imagine they're going to kind of get back to where they were. And and this is a Browns team that even with up and down quarterback play was seven and three. Yeah, is still in they're the AFC wild card mix. They're in the playoffs. I mean, um, but it's just kind of it's hard to believe that six weeks ago or whatever it was, we were sitting here and and we said we can't talk about playoffs. You can't talk about any of that stuff. Just improving. You know what? Yeah. Hey, can they get a little momentum at some point to the end of the year? And they've just changed the entire tone of the season. And it's in th- for whatever reason this week, the Miami game has been brought up a lot and a questions lot. to, to Sean. And you can tell he's maybe a little bit over that. Yes. Um, he said, uh, this is something we'll bring up for the rest of our lives. Yeah. Which or the media will, probably will. Um, but that feels like a lifetime ago. It does. It feels like a, a completely different football team, you know. And at that point, uh, I think Sean said, "You just got to roll up your sleeves after that. You got to rely on your leadership." And uh, the Broncos have turned this thing around. Uh, he said it's cliche, but you just got to take it one game at a time. And up first was the Packers, uh, you know, when they were sitting there at one and five. So uh, you got to give credit to these guys. They they've uh, kept the faith, and now they're in a position here. With uh, what is there's five six games six left. games left here. Now they've got a three game uh, road streak here coming up. This is gonna be tough, uh, Eric. I think just playing three on the road is is really tough. Starts out with the Houston team that's playing uh, really good football. Lost this week against Jacksonville, but you know uh, Jacksonville is one of the top teams in the AFC. So this is gonna be a good test going on the road against the Texans, and then. You know, three in a row on the road is, uh, I think that's just a tough stretch here. Yeah, and, and I'm sure we'll talk more about that. I believe this is the ninth time the Broncos will, or the tenth time the Broncos will have gone on the road for three consecutive road games. They've never won more than one game. It's just really hard. During that stretch. And, um, you know, if you win one here, obviously you'd be seven and seven after that stretch. You'd be looking at a final closing stretch of New England at home, Chargers at home, Raiders on the road. I don't think the season wouldn't be over and you'd still have a chance, but certainly if you, could, if you could get two of the next three, very good. You'd be in a really good spot, but that would put you at eight and six. Yeah. Um, I think you'd feel good about where you are. And um, I think the exciting thing about the Broncos right now is you don't look at any of these teams and say they can't beat them. Yeah. Why two? Let's get three. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I think also the Broncos are presenting a challenge right now that a lot of other teams, like, you know, the Texans play a bunch of different teams. I think that the Broncos present a different challenge just in terms of how much they possess the ball, how mm-hmm. they're going to try to run it down your throat, how they're taking the ball away. I mean, yeah. these teams got to be ready for a, a physical fight. A battle. Yeah. yeah. And um, 
it, this team has an you love identity, right? I, I do you like talk it. about well, the that media a lot. Loves identity. Of, yeah, but you're right there with them. I do enjoy an what identity is this question. Team's identity. Yeah, I think they've, well now we know they've got one. Yeah, they're gonna punch you in the mouth. Yeah, I mean when you face a team that runs the ball the way the Broncos do. I, I just th- I think this I think that uh, if the Broncos start to have success that was doing a, that one was a thing, good Sean there. I yeah, think yeah, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let me talk about what I want to talk about. I'm going to just you you ask a question, now I'm going to think about it, and then I'm going to say what I think. I love that. Um, I think that say the Broncos start running the ball and it forces the defense to adjust to what they're doing, they're capable of adjusting back and beating you a, a different way. Boom, identity. And so this is a nice identity thing here where I think that I think it starts with the run and say like uh, the Broncos start uh, going up the middle. You try to take that away, they'll go out the outside. Try to take that away, they'll beat you over the top. You know, those two Corlin Sutton plays where he's just running wide open across the middle of the field there. I mean, there's nobody around him. So uh, I, I just think that they are capable of beating you a lot of different ways. And Sean is uh, the type of play caller that's going to keep a defense really uh, unease. Yeah. You know, uneasy. like, une- yeah. Is it- On edge? Yeah, bo- both. Uneas. A little bit of... <laughs> unease. Sort yeah, of a, common, unease. A, nice, a nice combination of both of those yeah, things. Yeah, on edgies. Uh, yeah, edgies. Yeah. Yeah, that's where they are. You're you're right. Like, I think if they play a, fi- a team that isn't able to stop the run. They'll just keep going. They'll run it. Yeah. If they play a team where, hey, it looks like they're going to have to throw the ball 40 times to win and and can light the scoreboard up, I think they can do that. Yeah. Not every team is capable of doing that. No. And um, the Broncos have some good players right now. Knock on wood. The offensive line is healthy and playing at a really high level. Yes, knock on wood. Um, You know, Mike McGlinchey was criticized a little bit early in the season. He's taking a big step forward. You know, Quinn Miners. Quinn Miners having a season now. Yeah. He's Mr. Pancake. Maybe Pro Bowl Quinn. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Pro He's Bowl Big Quinn. Big Quinn Miners Bowl. Pro. Mm. I don't know. There's something there. Yeah, I think I think we just got to keep working on it. Um, but, Phil, this this game, I, I came into it, and we talked about, hey, this is going to be a low-scoring game. This is going to be a, a tough game. We no. grind it out. It wasn't. Take care of business. They you think the defense at all? I asked Alex Singleton about this after the game. Second, so much hype for the Browns. Yeah. You, well, you yeah. just, you hear all week. Oh, the Browns defense is so Isn't good. It? Mike yeah, McGlinchey's yeah. asked again and again. Oh, miles Garrett. He's so good. Sean Payton's asked, Hey, this is the best defense in 40 years. I would think the offense gets tired of hearing that. And I would think Denver's defense too would, yeah. would be like, Hey, we're pretty good. We're playing good football right now. I think that as a coaching staff, you use that as a motivating factor. I mean, you say, let's get these guys riled up a little bit. Yeah. Let's get them going. I think that Saturday night, Vance is probably like uh, using that, I think, to just get them a little jacked up. Yeah. Singleton was like that, too. He, like, drove Njoku out of bounds early in the game. Yeah. And then, like, even when they're out of bounds, he tried to rip the ball out of his hand. And then he was like, this is this is going to be all day. All <laughs> this is, day. That's what it's going to be like. Yeah. Get ready. They uh, This problem was there for the Browns against Pittsburgh. Njoku... Cooper, some drops. Yeah. And Joku had some drops. Uh, he even talked about it. I guess after the Steelers game, he spent some extra time on the jugs. Maybe a little more. He needs to do a little bit more. But I, I think those are the plays, again, where you beat yourself. Yep. And we don't see, you know, 
Russell Wilson, I, I think it was on one of the touchdown drives. Russell Wilson has a nice pass, or what, it wasn't a great pass, actually, but he, he gets out of trouble, throws to Marvin Mims. It's either deflected. It got deflected. It went right uh, through the defender's it hands. It got deflected. Yeah, and, that and, was a tremendous catch. And Marvin makes an adjustment where it's behind him, and he still tremendous. finds a way to make a catch. And, tremendous. hey, if you don't catch that, I, I'm, no one's faulting you. No one's saying that's a drop. Um, no, but winning amazing. teams make those plays. Marvin catches that. Boom. A few plays later, you're in the end zone. Would you say playmakers tend to make plays? I would say players play players play and players playmakers make plays. They make plays. Playmakers are out there making plays. That was on a yeah touchdown drive. It's third and seven. He catches it for 16 yards. Um, the Browns jump off sides like 18 times. Yeah. They kept lining up in uh, the neutral zone. Huh? We got some good pub. Huh? I'll say that. Uh, yeah, we got some good pub. We talked to the officials beforehand. Yeah. We said, hey, could you not call it offsides? Could you say neutral, neutral zone, zone infraction? Yeah. They were like, yeah, whatever you guys need. Whatever. Yeah, we put that in. And then uh, so kind of pricey, but we put it in. Yeah. Ad spend. Good marketing. Yeah. Phil, what do you think we've talked about a lot? We haven't necessarily talked specifically about Russ. Oh, yeah. What did you... Uh, well, 134 yards passing, that's not going to wow anybody, but he made the plays when you needed to, when, when he needed to, when the Broncos needed him to. Yep. And he did all of that. And I think that uh, he showed his uh, ability to scramble. Uh, you know, uh, there was one play there where Miles Garrett was just barreling down on him and he couldn't catch him. Yeah. You know, um, so I think that uh, that, that, um, factor of the game for the Broncos like that. That's just an added ingredient that uh, you could just mm. throw in there. Yeah. You're like, what is it? It's cinnamon. And also Russ. It's like, on the, the, edge. It's like the secret ingredient. Yeah. You're like, what is this? Yeah. You it's gotta, like, you gotta find nutmeg. a way to use it. It's nutmeg. Yeah. It's sprinkle a little in there and it makes a, a little bit of a complexity and you're like, Ooh, this, what is this? It's a Maro. It's a more. Uh, <laughs> so I do think that it, that ability to add that into the game plan is huge. Uh, he, you know, that was a big factor early on. And then passing the ball, I thought that he was uh, on point. You know, he didn't have an interception, yep. uh, uh, which has been a theme throughout this entire uh, winning streak. Protect that football. He had the fumble. That was just a nice play by the defender, I think. Yeah. And you, really you sort of just give it. Give, give him some credit. Give him yeah. some credit. And really an impressive play by Russ to even get the first down there. Yeah. Um, before the fumble. Like, that would have yeah. been a big play yeah. in the football game. You know, I think passer rating, Phil, can sometimes be a little bit misleading. Mm -hmm. Russ at halftime was 5 of 12 for 66 yards and a 59.7 quarterback rating. He was right but there they were with, winning. with DTR. Yeah, they were, they were winning. Yeah. He led two touchdown drives. On that one drive, he did a lot with his legs, had the read option, like you mentioned, for a 19-yard gain. Yeah. Ends up scoring the touchdown on the ground. Um, QBR is a different stat, Ooh, different stat. ESPN's kind different of like stat. all encompassing. Yeah. Deal. yeah. Uh, Russ had the third best QBR in the league this week. Yeah. And it was the, he was his best QBR since he's joined the Broncos. Oh, that's a nice little stat. There. Yeah. I just do think, I think that like, this is how you win football games with Russ. You know what I mean? Like you, you allow him to have his skill set on display. Like even the Troutman, like that's just sort of what Russ does. Yep. You know what I mean? He oh, runs yeah. around and then it he puts those balls right Where they in need those to crazy spots. It, I mean, if you're an opposing defense or an opposing fan, he's a problem. It must yeah. drive you insane. Yeah. You know, yeah. last week against Minnesota, you hold him down the whole game. The Broncos are playing not well on offense. And then even on they that last well. drive, it's, you know, they, they were playing not well. They were not, they were not well. Um, 
it's fourth down. He finds a way to get a completion to Sutton. And then it's just like he steps up. Boom. Samaj P. Ryan. Samaj P. Ryan again. Does something. P. Ryan has been a pro- He's been a factor yeah. here. And he, he didn't get as much play early in the season. Um, and, and I kind of even wondered, you know, is he, is he third in this rotation? What's kind of going on there? And it, it appears that there's, saving a, him. there's been some element of, like he looked fresh. They're unleashing Unleash him. And he ran that one run that got the Broncos down inside the 10 yard line. He ran through some guys. Yeah. And wouldn't stop going. You know, he picked up a car, right? Oh, man, I have not heard that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What type of car? Yeah. Well, just I just put, think about him picking up a car Swanson's and then now F- thinking about like a d- defensive back trying to tackle him. Yeah. What are you supposed to do? Yeah. This guy picked up a car. This guy picked up a car. So Swanson's F- 1850. 1850. More than a year. It's a, he's got that bumper sticker more than a more year. More than a year. Yeah. Truck. That's a big On a dirt truck. road. Yep. Yep. That'll take you places. The Broncos, Phil, one other thing that stood out to me, the tight ends have kind of been for a while an issue for the Broncos. Uh, they controlled the game last week against Minnesota and didn't let, um, oh my gosh, I'm blanking on his name, TJ Hawkinson beat oh, them. Yeah. And then this week, Njoku, six oh, yeah. receptions for 59 yards. A couple, of nice, yards. Catches, yeah. couple of nice catches, but he, he didn't go crazy. Yeah. You know, and, and he didn't. He's good, though. He's he just good. has he's the big. drops. He's big. big. He's big. Yeah, so they've been playing well. I think that they, the defense also had a different sort of a look. Uh, I don't know if you got the snap counts there, but uh, I, I know you got the I snap do. counts. Yeah, I don't know. If but I, like uh, they, ooh, they no, mix things up at uh, linebacker a little bit out there, and they Drew had Sanders, it, yeah, Drew Sanders was in there a little bit more. Uh, so they they mix things up a little bit, made uh, made things a little more complicated. So I figure they'll continue to do that. You know, you face another young quarterback, make them think a little bit more. You got to play a little bit slower. Yeah. I think some of that you was that. They, they wanted to play a heavy front. They played know, some heavy fronts. Elevated Tyler Lancaster, you know, wanted yes, to, did. to stop the run and make DTR beat them, which he did not do. I um, think Kareem Hunt tried it. Was it he, he jumped the line and like, he was like on top of Lancaster yeah. for there for a little bit. He's like, what? I was on a fourth down. I think what's going on. What's happening. They, uh, it's just one of those games where it, it almost was like a little anticlimactic after the game because it, yeah, it was just kind of one. a butt whooping. Yeah, I liked those. Yeah, but it wasn't like, oh, uh, hey, Justin, how'd you make that critical game-saving yeah, interception? Just it was just like, no, they, they just, just won. won. Yeah, they just, they just went out That's there nice. and they won. You just want, yeah, you're rolling. When you're rolling, you can play some games like that. In the, the running Which game. Which is good. Yeah. Turnovers. You want a couple class. of tough tests, but you also want some nice, some easy, easy ones. ones. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's good. I wonder when the Broncos' last win by 17 points was. Yeah. It's been a while. I Hasn't think. happened this year, right? I uh, know. 15 against the Chiefs. They're all close. Yeah. Well, they beat the Chiefs by 15. Yeah, they beat the Chiefs. Um, well. Last year, did they beat the Cardinals by? They had a couple last year, I think. They... But um, it might be like the Lions game in 2021. That was a beatdown. Yeah. yeah. And uh, this didn't get to that level, I think, in part because. You didn't need it. Yeah, in the final ten minutes, it was like we could push you this if we want this. to, but like you let's not it. let's not mess around. And no. again, that goes back to don't be yourself. Don't like they try are. to just. You don't need style points. The playoff committee is not meeting to decide if. Yes, who gets it's in. not the NBA in season tournament. No, which, which point differential? Sorry, sorry to the matters. Nuggets. Yeah, they they didn't make it, huh? I don't think. I think they had to beat the Spurs by thirty points to make it, or something like that. 
Oh, really? Yeah. That wasn't an in-season tournament game, was it? I think it was. Oh, I, I didn't know what, that. What did the court I say? I didn't think that it was. Was it a different court? I don't know. I didn't think I, so. I was at the Bronco game. I did see Jokic had a nice little floater over Wemby, and it was like Wemby went up to try and block it. Couldn't get it. Jokic Swish. is what, like 18 inches shorter than Wemby? Or what's... <laughs> Jokic had 39 on him. So welcome, welcome to the association. Yeah, he said, hold name's MVP. Fella. Yeah. Hold your horses. Yeah. I'm going to ride around with him in a carriage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I think he's, <laughs> yeah. he said all of those things. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. People are sleeping on that Nuggets game, but it, that was nice. I will. This is kind of off topic, which is on par for this show. Correct. Um, these fake quotes that go around now on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Those are not like, good. Like, I think there was one about one f- quote from Russ this week. Oh, really? Where it said he was on the fan and said that he was going to go into the Hall of Fame as a Bronco. <laughs> and these Seattle fans yeah. are quote tweeting it. It's not, yeah. even, it's not even from a reporter. It's from like... Um, it's just made up. It's all made up. Brett 6249. Yeah. yeah. You can make anything look like it's a yeah, big thing. Yeah, you just thing. put a picture, yeah, you, you put a little font little, yeah. via 104.3, the fan. Yeah, and boom, you just put it out there. And these, I mean, hundreds of quote tweets from Seattle fans being like, man, I was just starting to like Russ again, and he's so ungrateful. Like use your brain yeah. here, Russ. This is how who the is world like the works. most, you know, deflects credit all the time. Is not going on a radio station and saying, uh, "Yeah, I'm headed for the Hall of Fame, baby." Yeah, exactly. And, I'm going and in you as don't a go in as a, yeah. as a I team. Mean, it's just, so it's but that happened. There was like the before the uh, the Raiders game. Somebody tweeted that Pat Sertan said, "Like, uh, oh yeah, I'm gonna lock Devonte Adams up. Yeah, like, yeah, who yeah. even? I'm his daddy. One. Like yeah. something like that." And yeah. it's like. These things go viral, and then other players see yeah. them, and then they believe it. Yeah. Now take that and like apply it to politics or like really important things, and you could just go like a little the Broncos crazy. win streak. Yeah. I mean, what if somebody's gonna make a fake quote where Justin Simmons is like C.J. Stroud? Who? Yeah. What's a yeah? Yeah. What's a C.J. Stroud? Yeah. And then he's gonna see that and be like, and then he's gonna come throw five touchdowns. Well, he he's gonna try to do that. Yeah, but he's maybe try. He maybe he won't. Yeah, but he'll be like, oh, Justin shouldn't have said that yeah, about me. Yeah. That's but true. Justin never, Justin wouldn't say that. No. But maybe the opposite could be true, too. Like Stroud said, I'm going to go. Ooh, I'm going to light like, up what's Pastor a, Tam. Well, yeah, get Ooh. ready for this streak. And yeah. then it's like, what? And then they're like, Vance is like showing that the night before. He's like, look what Stroud said about yeah. you guys. I just don't know what you do Stroud. there because you can't, you can't stop these, uh, these you can't fake, be. these kind of, I think, fan accounts. It's fu- Some of it's funny. but It's it, funny, but you got to know it's fake. Yeah. You got to be careful out there. Yeah, you don't if, know. The, if it didn't come from the neutral zone, yeah, you don't know you don't if you can trust that, you it. You don't know if it's real. Yeah, that's true. But some of them, I'm yeah. like, well, maybe that guy did crazy. say that. Yeah. You maybe, yo, it's just close enough. Yeah. You're like, oh, that was spicy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like if I told you Tom Brady was blasting the league the way he did yeah. last week, you'd be like, that's that was a fake. Mm, I think I I'm believe like, that. No, he... Here's like if video. you said a few years ago, Von Miller got off the podium and said, I'm going to kill that guy about the Browns tackle... Yeah. Now I'd be like, that's not real. Yeah. But I yeah. saw that. But I saw it. Yeah. That's true. You kind of need the video. The video is important. You need the video. Yeah. Yeah. Show me. Prove it. Yeah. But Prove deep it. fakes, man. Who knows? Yeah. AI. It's a tough world out there. Yeah. Be I can make you say whatever I want you to say. Yes. You could probably just take enough from one of these episodes and then oh, you yeah. have a whole film line. That's what they, uh, some of these guys do that, like with a Joe Biden, you know, uh, and it's, it's, it's meant, it's like introduced as comedy and it's funny. Yeah. But it, it sounds just like him. Yeah. So it's crazy. What do you think? We should do that on this program with Russ. No, I don't think so. 
It could be funny. I'm just saying we can yeah. introduce it and be like, here's a funny little segment, and then it's him saying. Yeah, but then it would go viral on Twitter, and they'd be like, this is real. That's true. We don't want that. We like Viral. Tr- we like we viral. Like viral, but truth. But truth. Yeah. That's true. So, All right, well, we'll be back later this week uh, with a in-depth preview of this matchup with the Houston Texans. Maybe Ben Big Swanson one. will be here. Probably yeah. not. He told me he likes being on this show, and I said, I don't think you do. I don't believe you. Yeah, because yeah, I saw him at the game. Oh. Yeah. He, I heard he's he heading on there. down to Houston for a good old-fashioned rodeo. Yeah, that's what he was. Yeah, yeah he's going to ride a bull down there. Yeah, <laughs> all the way from Denver? No, he's going to get down there and get ride a bull. Get down there and then ride a bull. Yeah. yeah. I hope that he can make it to this <sighs> one. I hope so, too. Yeah, Houston, of course. Uh, got his big boots on, his hat. Yep. Yep. Ten gallon hat. I heard he was going to go out to some oil rigs down there. And he's oh, like, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna solve uh, gas forever. prices myself. I was like, what? Nice. <laughs> so, what are you talking about? Political, huh? That's what he said. Swanson. I'm not saying <laughs> yeah, I said not that. Saying that. Swanson. Just saying he said. Yeah, easy, Swanson. This yeah, is a sports show. Take it easy here. Yeah. Yeah. That's what he said. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that's going to do it for us. We'll be back on Thursday. Until then, for Eric Dalala, I am Phil Milani. You've been listening to The Neutral Zone. Listen up, Denver Broncos fans. Paramount Plus is your streaming home to catch every local NFL on CBS game this season. Visit ParamountPlus.com to start your free trial and stream Russell Wilson and the boys as they battle the league's best. Plus, get an all-access pass to 24-7 NFL content with CBS Sports HQ, Fantasy Football Today, NFL Slime Time, and more. And this year, Paramount Plus is your streaming destination for Super Bowl 58. Another action-packed Broncos season with the NFL on CBS awaits. So stream Paramount Plus from any device all season long.